rappers to anything, this a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order Talent gets you here, but your story make you stand out Rooted from the source, so it's knowledge that we pass out Gotta turn your dial to 108.1 Let's bumpin' nerd DJs while I ride in the sun Jobs gon' speak the real like you suppose DJ Shiny Shine always keep Mondays on the road Various topics get discussed more frequently We keep an open mind, you can learn something easily Make sure you tune in and stay up to date And submit your music again for that radio play You can also get an interview if it's approved Hit that link in the bio, we'll get to you soon Intellectually petty radio on your stereo No comparison to anything and you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. And as you know already, we are sponsored by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And we only do legends over this way. And today is no different. We got the man himself, Randy Buffington, in the building. How you doing, King? My man, Josh, man. Appreciate you taking the time out. I'm great. How you feeling? Oh, I'm doing good, yo. And that was that was actually me. I didn't have my levels up. Word, okay, okay. Yeah, so that was my dumbass fault. I'm old, bro. Do me, <laughs> do me one favor though. Uh, turn your phone to the side for me so yeah. we can get the landscape. No doubt. So you you telling me that the laptop is perfect? We we square on that end. Yeah, everything's good. All right, perfect. Let me see here real quick. How you doing though, man? How's your family? I'm good, man. Everything is good my way. Uh, we we, we healthy. Um, no complaints. And I don't know what happened right there. It just went echo. Oh, I think he's just going to tap in with the laptop. And so he can get, you know, aesthetically, it's more pleasing. Beautiful. You got me? I do. My man. All right. Um, let me see where we at. Let me just give me one second to, because uh, I usually do this a little differently. My bad. But I like to make sure that my guest stands out and people don't have to see my old dusty ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right man how how is light that is dope man who did that picture and that's a good question uh so it's me and my cousin we stay together and he got this dope portrait man so we we had to place it as kind of like the centerpiece to get this man cave together so whenever we have little get togethers and all that we get all the questions in the world i wish i knew better but uh it, it definitely stands out yo that's dope y'all yo, have to get together you gotta invite the old man one of these days man we in the same city bro I hit the boy up Sure enough, you definitely got to pull up, man. The Browns playing this Sunday, man. We got to make some shake. Browns got to get a W or something. We got, we got to stop, stop. You got to stop with that, bro. <laughs> like the 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 delusion. I'm a Detroit Lions fan. Where? Let me tell you the difference between, excuse me, a Lions fan and a Browns fan. A Lions fan, we are fully aware our team is shit. Going to be shit when I die. It's probably yeah. going to be shit when my kids die, my grandkids die, and on and on until the Ford family no longer exists. Browns fans every year going to the Super Bowl. Every year. Delusional. Yeah. It, Delusional. It's, it's a problem, man. But I mean, we we live with it. <laughs> you and you really right, man. Cause we some crazy fans that sit up there and, and still go to games. You watching on a Sunday, watching your heart get ripped out and <sighs> every single weekend. Ain't 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 good for nobody. But we here. <laughs> you know what I will say though? Salute to the to the to the women in Cleveland because I've never seen women so active and and so knowledgeable about football 
as they are in Cleveland. Dog, they don't mess around. They be with it. They more knowledgeable than a lot of the men. They keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? So, shoot. Kudos. So, sports reporter. Was that the goal in the beginning? Man, I, that's a good question. I think uh, I, I like sports. Don't get me wrong. I love the intersection of pop culture and sports for sure. I grew up playing football, basketball, a ton of sports for sure. But I think what it it started with um, was me in college. Like I always liked to, or even before then, I say I always liked to write. Uh, that was always my passion and, and, and like trying to be clever and witty and, and having some sauce about myself. And that carried over into, you know, a lane of kind of barbershop talk. Like we're talking about it every day, period. Let's try to mm-hmm. make a let's try to make a job out of it. What let's try to get paid for it. You know? Um it was it was already coming naturally. Uh so it was really for me finding a lane to talk the way I wanted to talk. Uh so in college that kind of branched off from writing to podcast work and talking on the radio to hey, I can do this in front of the camera. And I like it. Like I, I like it a lot. <laughs> um, and it, 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 it kind of stuck, man. It, I don't think I, I went into it with that intention at, at first. We were just kind of, I mean, shoot, even in, but all, again, it was always that writing background. I think out of college, like my first uh, like my major was creative writing. And then mm-hmm. I sat down with my my um, counselor at the time. And I'm like, yeah, bro, I don't want to be an English teacher. Let's let's ask that. And let's, uh, let's stay in that communication field. And uh, and see what we can make shake out of that. Uh, but it, again, it was always in that creative space. And shoot, man, it's just been working out. It's been a, a, it felt like it's been a long time, but it's really been a short run when you look at it. And uh, we're just trying to keep it rolling. So, are you at home in the mirror practicing your sports reporter? No, all day. Nah, I'm at, I'm in the mirror practicing questions. I try not to have a voice, man, because I, I really can't stand it. You know how the cats get on there and they. You're watching Bob Jones. I can't go, man. I can't do it. It's not me. I'm not built for it. Like this is the way I talk on a on an everyday basis. See, I mean, I just try to enunciate my words a little bit more than average. Uh, and 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 what what can I say? Uh, project my voice a bit because mm. I can be not soft spoken, but I talk to myself a lot. I say a lot of stuff under my breath a lot. Just me being telling jokes. Period. Um, but it's just getting out of that and letting people hear your voice, letting letting, letting it uh, stand out a little bit. So I, I definitely talked to myself a good amount for sure. How long did you watch the replay of the first time you were on camera? It's truly a time. I think everybody does it. And, but I, I, I don't like hate my voice. I don't hate the way it sounds. I always hear that it's different. You know what I'm saying? No, I hate my voice. I never, li- I never listen to the podcast. Straight, straight up. That's crazy. I, I hate my shit. Yeah, man, you, you got you got a strong voice, man. You get out of that. It, it, it's there, man. It's there. It's um, you, but it, it's crazy though, man. I think my first time, it was at Heidelberg. So I went to a small school in the middle of nowhere up here in Ohio. It's called Heidelberg University, and I ain't really have much to focus on besides ball and like I mean, shoot. That's it. <laughs> that's it. It wasn't too much trouble to get in out there because uh, it's, it's too many sticks. So other than, but at that time, it was just focusing on ball the whole time, ball, ball, mm-hmm. ball. And then I didn't really lock into what I wanted to do until like late, like after I did some bouncing around with colleges and then probably my senior year, I started locking in for real, for real. But okay. it was really experimenting there um, that I, I was just watching clips and just trying to get a knack for, yo, I can really do this. Let's keep, let's keep this going. 
So for, for folks out there trying to get into the business or they just started college, they know what they want to do. How does that work? Like, what do you do? Yeah. I think media is different, man. You really don't have to have a degree for this stuff. Like if you talk spicy and you're good at what you do and you, you have an audience, you can, it, it can go up. Like they, people, companies will come to you. Um, and you're, we're the creators these days. Everything is on our phones. Literally like man. this thing is better than any camera you can get. Like 4k footage, whatever you need, turn it sucker sideways and go on YouTube. That's the best advice I can give anybody right now. If this, if this is the land you want to be in, like that media landscape space or media landscape and sports pop culture, whatever your your niche is, man. Like practice, do it. Say your stuff on TikTok. If that don't work, delete it and try again tomorrow. Ain't nothing to it. Just 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 give it a try. Give it a shot. For me, as far as brothers and 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 as sports reporters, like Stuart Scott was was that guy. Like he was the one, like like booyah, the other side of the pillow. Like catch for me, he started catchphrases. I'm sure Chris Berman would disagree, um, but from where I come from, like it just didn't start until Stewart. Yeah, and it stuck, man. He was so dope. Um, and I think the, the crazy thing about it is he was kind of groundbreaking in that even the folks at ESPN, a lot of people speak to it when he was there. The cats in the building sometimes didn't even like him. They thought it was like it, it was too it was too much or whatever. But like the fans at home, like it, it stuck, man. It stuck. You got you see somebody that looks like you on screen talking spicy the same way your uncle would. Like yo, this is you. It, it sticks. It sticks for good reason, man. And like like I like you said, a, a pioneer. And um, it, it definitely trickled down because I definitely try to use. Um, I mean, I talk the same way I talk. I have, or the, I say, I talk the same way my family talks. I got mm-hmm. a show called Long Story Short, and that's that's a, a, a an ism of my uncle way back in the day. He said that all the time before you get into a long winded piece about nothing. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> long winded piece about nothing, but it's, it all trickles down, man. And you 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 um, are a product of your environment a lot of the times, and like I'm sure. Like, Stuart Scott, Scott's family was the same way. It wasn't just, it wasn't just happenstance. Um, and you kind of, you kind of, yeah, like I said, you're a product of your environment. You're going to do what your people do. And um, the real going to respect it. So what's your wheelhouse sports wise? Yeah. Um, I love, again, that intersection of pop culture and sports. So a long time, for a long time, I was at uh, WIO. It's the CBS affiliate here in Cleveland. So okay. Cleveland 19 News. I was uh, covering a lot of sports, a lot of human interest stories for the station up there. But I would be at the Browns games, the Cavs games. I'd be in the locker room, but not really talking about the X's and O's. I want to talk to Odell about what shoes he got on, why he's playing the game in the first place. I want to kind of humanize the athlete mm-hmm. um, and, and just talk to him just as a man, you know, um, and as a black man from a unique perspective of a, of a young black man. I'm, I'm one of very few um, at that time in the, in the industry, the youngest cat in the locker room that's not a player. Um, mm. one of few that the, the same skin color as the cat right. that I'm talking to, um, same swag, so, yeah, all same of that generation, yeah, all of that. and and they see it too, and it, and it's kind of like, um, and and they show love just off the strength of that alone, um, and that that was really cool. So that's what I would say. My wheelhouse is man. I'm, I I try to be very versatile, um, so like 
all that that I just talked about, I, I consider that talking smack. I'm a talk smack regardless. I really <laughs> love, um, that's just my personality, but I really love the storytelling side as well. And I got to do that a lot with uh, USA Today uh, just this past year and a half. And that was really cool. But I the thing I like about that is telling stories about life through mm -hmm. the lens of sports. So whether or not you picked up a basketball or not, you ever played the game, anybody can relate to hardship and having to overcome something. And, and that can stick with a lot of people, man. I think storytelling can be very powerful as long as the, the right people are listening. What story did you go home with that still fucks with you somewhat? Yeah, man, I got a, I got a good amount, dog. I um, shoot. One was one was a trip. It was in uh, nah, it was just recent, bro. My man Max May, uh, he's in Akron, uh, outskirts of Akron, Ohio, mm. and uh, he is a junior um in high school right now going in, yeah but a junior was a junior this past year going into his senior year now mm. and he uh played three sports basketball cross country and baseball all by battling cancer this past year and it was it was nuts man just watching that whole thing unfold so we caught wind of the story i went out and shot it uh, myself wrote shot and edited the entire piece but I called his dad ahead of time to, you know, get permission for this story to be told in the first place. It's a very sensitive topic. You want to be tasteful with everything. You know what I mean? And I'm talking to his pops at, um, from the jump. And he's like, yeah, this is uh, let, let's do it. Um, I, I think he would be open to it. Um, and he was, was kind of curious himself because, I mean, this is an ongoing thing. Like a lot of the pieces that I did, uh, they were called Courage Award stories. The mm -hmm. subjects had overcome whatever they were up against. You know what I mean? Okay. This one was different because my man was in the middle of these treatments right now. So um, it was it was very unique in that sense. Uh, but we, we got the story done and I was really proud of how it all came together. Um, and and he's, he's a fighter, just like a lot of the folks that I interviewed. Uh, another one that comes to mind was a baseball player out of Kosciuszko, Mississippi. And I went down there in the middle of nowhere, not ex not expecting too much. And I, I get there and the story is about uh, a kid who was expecting a great senior season going into um, potentially going to college to play the, the sport that he loves. And before that uh, has a chance to happen, he gets into a car accident. And as mm -hmm. a result of that accident, he's paralyzed from the waist down. No more baseball seasons over. His team is devastated. The community is kind of devastated, but he is like alive and well you wouldn't be able to tell he becomes a kind of a a, a source of inspiration for that team throughout the season still on the mm -hmm. sidelines with the guys and you watch a whole community rally rally uh behind somebody and i'm, I'm sitting there talking to a guy who, who who's had a, a, such a tragic injury and he's like man you know shoot at least i'm still here you know what i mean my man 17 years old having that sort of perspective is is nuts um and i think again man just stories like that uh go a really long way and, and my bad man i'm not ignoring you i'm just trying to you know like i like to check and make sure that 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 everything's everything as far as the live streams are concerned oh, yeah, absolutely and, and for some reason i can't hear us really yeah like we're live everything is beautiful it's supposed to be oh, we're not ex not expecting too much and i, I get there and the story is about um uh, i hear uh, that who was expecting a 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just okay. Now I understand. See, I, um, this is the first week I'm taking calls. It well, I haven't put the number out there, but what I did was I got it uh the Bluetooth on. Got you. So I'm thinking, oh shit, it's not connected, but it's actually connected. So I just want to uh, let me. Let me just double check because I want to yeah, make sure because no, I'm loving what we're doing right here, and I want to make sure that people can actually. Uh, uh, let me let me just double check. All right, yeah, we perfect. All right, just had to make sure that the uh, T's was crossed and the I's was dotted, and they are. All right. Um. So, what's next for you? Yeah, man. What's nice? That's a good question. So, uh, I'm a free agent. <laughs> Your boy's a free agent right now, man. Hmm. I, um, I just um got some some news that I was laid off as a result of some cutbacks at, at Gannett. Uh, so lost my full-time job, but thankfully I'm in a position where I can, I'm not in a rush. You know what I mean? I want to, okay. I want to get a job just for the sake of getting a job. I want to find something that's going to be very fulfilling moving forward in that realm of pop culture and sports. Uh, me being a host, being able to tell stories that matter is important to me. So we're going to wait around and, and see what's next. But thankfully in the meantime, I still get to talk some smack. So, this upcoming Saturday, I'm going to be in the booth um, at Eastern Kentucky versus Bowling Green um, in the color analyst position uh, calling a college football game, man. So that's going to be fun. I get to do so. Hopefully get a few more games in between time, get some money in my pocket. But uh, in between time, man, we're just going to pitch some ideas for some potential shows. And, and I'm on the lookout. I'm on LinkedIn like it's Tinder, swiping, going crazy. <laughs> you might, you might to make it shake. Yo, so – What's the prep work like for uh, a color analyst gig? Yeah, it's, it's dope, actually. Because Last year was my first time experiencing it. And mm-hmm. it's not like a week of prep. You get about a week's time. Um, coaches call with both sides. So talk to the Eastern Kentucky side Tuesday. Uh, talk to uh, BG Wednesday, Thursday. And you can talk to uh, OCs, defensive coordinators, head coaches. Um, anybody affiliated with the team, um, let me think. And you can talk to players. You can pull players aside and talk to them uh, ahead, of, ahead of time as well really? to get an inside perspective of, of what's happening. So what I, the cool thing that I like about it is it's, it's kind of dope. So you go into it throughout the week talking to these coaches about the game plan and what they think is going to happen and, and what they think is going to happen on paper and how they plan to attack it, all that good stuff. And then shoot, I mean, these are these are all guesses. I mean, I don't know nothing really happened till Saturday. Yeah, you know right. I mean? so we we do as much prep work as we can of what we think is going to happen as analysts, these schemes and everything like that, and prepare. But Saturday, man, shoot, anything can happen, and that's the cool part about it. So we get to put all that to the test um, um, come weekends in, and it, it's it's dope, man. But as far as prep goes, it's me. And the color analyst who has a, or it's me and the play-by-play guy who has mm-hmm. a, a heavy lift because they talking throughout the broadcast. They are nonstop. My man just broke a 30-yard run up the seam and he's blah, blah, blah. Every single play, my man is nonstop talking. I have an easier job, so to speak, where I am popping in every once in a, every, every once in a while, um, talking about why said play was important, what was happening there, and kind of provide some analysis um, to, to viewers to, Give them a better understanding of what's okay. happening during the game. So um, the play analyst uh, 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 is like, okay, he just ran for a 20-yard play, and then you come in and say, well, I talked to Coach so-and-so on Tuesday, and he was telling us that he was about to throw that into the whole hookup. Already. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. I watch. I watch, bro. You know. <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm one of those dudes that will watch the same sports center 17 fucking times in a row. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's real, man. That's a lot of that's a lot of cats out here, man. I done had times, right? Yeah, like you said, seventeen times in a row. I'm waking up to it. I'm going to bed to it, and it's kind of like, like I, I know what segments coming up, coming on before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just based off what I saw two hours ago. Like, yeah, like it, it's all there. <laughs> Yo, uh, what's the worst part, man? I think the worst part. These days, man, you got to be a jack of all trades. You got to write, shoot, edit all of your own work. And editing, I mean, I like being a part of the the process of, of framing up a piece because it's different. Like you, you really have to think differently when it comes to these feature stories. Mm-hmm. Before, when I was at Heidelberg, bro, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to do any of that. I didn't know how to frame up a story, who to talk to, who to, what to think about in terms of B roll. But all of that is is important, and I, I've gotten to like it. And yeah, I've gotten <gasps> infatuated with it a bit. Um, oh, editing is trash for me, bro. It is, bro. It, it's it's time-consuming, bro. Like I, I was excited to get this uh, piece off. I did a special with with um, USA Today. It's called "Why We Play." It was a thirty-minute special that aired on our OTT platform. So anybody with one of them fancy TVs, you can watch it on your on that thing. But mm. it was it was dope being able to talk about the fact that I got a piece like that off. But at the same time, bro, it's not fun chopping that sucker up at 3 30 in the morning like you're in there seeing stars bro you keep running the sand back you think you're bugging out you need extra eyes on it it's it's annoying it's it's definitely oh. annoying it's not for the faint of heart bro you yeah. get mad at yourself in there oh my god and i'm only chopping up an hour show and it's not like i'm adding anything to it i'm just trying to find a decent clip to make the guests look good yeah. that people will be interested in and i'm like oh ah this is like pulling teeth i actually i'd rather have a tooth pulled sometimes i just uh, what's the matter of fact what was uh uh uh, obj what is he like obj is dope man he's a real cool dude um very like and this was off of him leaving um uh the giants and everything like that and and the perspective that some of the national media has about like him being a, a headache in the locker room and all this other carrying on. So we really didn't know what to expect in him coming down, bro. But when he did, like he's very personable, um, gave you the, the best of answers and was just a real chill dude. Like I remember that year, that first year he came down, there was a, a, a guy that his name was Damon Sheehy Giuseppe. And he like mm-hmm. lied his way into, he finessed away onto the Cleveland Browns. He said that he knew somebody when he really didn't, got a tryout, ran a 4-3, and coach is like, I right, bet you you with it. And so he was, um, he, he made it through training, or he was there through training camp, and he was like a fan favorite um, during the preseason to, to hopefully make that squad. And he didn't make the squad, but the, the story in it is uh, OBJ kind of putting him underneath his wing during that time period, giving him cleats, giving him whatever he needs, hey, giving him rides, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just that type of dude, just good people. Um, and he and I'm sure a lot of people in that locker room and, and locker rooms around the country would say the same thing. Yo, I would not have expected that. Have you interviewed the cut players? The cut man? No, I haven't. Um, <laughs> and I and I don't think that would be a, a, a super swell conversation. I mean, it's a lot of emotions going through cats' heads um, during that time, but you really don't have um, maybe not like right after you get yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah. 
But I would like, you know, like like football is is a couple of things you expect. Yeah. You expect to get hurt at some point, and you expect to get cut. That's real. Yeah. And I don't care how big a person you are, at some point you're going to lose your gig. If you don't get cut, you're going to get demoted. One of the two. Nobody stays on top except Barry Sanders and Jim Brown forever. Other yeah. than that, everybody else goes through it. So I'm wondering, like, how do you prepare yourself? How do you deal with that? Like, you know, like, like, like baseball – is like failure is built into the sport. Mm-hmm. If you are one third adequate at batting, you're great. Right. So that means you fail in two thirds of the time. So you used to this shit. Yeah. Football. It's like you go from a God to the usher. That's a fact in a matter of a season. Sometimes even sooner than that, like, it's such a tough sport, man, because the cats just get younger and younger, like <laughs> just younger and faster. And, and it, it's it's crazy. Like this next the, the next group coming in behind you, they just be looking for the next big looking for the next big thing at all times. No matter what sort of production you may have had the, the, the previous years, it's, it's crazy, man. Um, but no, that's real, man. And I think a lot of them, they've been playing a game at such a high level for a long time. They know their bodies, too. Mm-hmm. Um, they know when it's time and how much longer they realistically do. They? I, I think so, man. I, I think I so. I don't know, man, because some of these brothers be out there looking like Larry Holmes, flabby and sick, bro. Like, I'm gonna keep it, but like, like you hate to see your favorite player stay on that extra two years. That's facts because it ruins the legacy. You just go out, go out on top, <laughs> whatever your top <laughs> is. But yeah, man, sometimes. It's, Sometimes it's the paycheck is there for them, and they just try to like you know ride it out a little bit. And who going who going if somebody trying to pay you X amount of dollars, who gonna turn that down? Yeah, That's man. I'm, like, I'm gonna look bad for twenty five million dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> I could be fully demented, and somebody come along and say, "I want you to do your podcast a couple more years." Oh, oh, sure. I don't even know what podcast means anymore. Say so how much? That's a fact. <laughs> so, so it's it's. On the one hand, I understand, but on the other hand, it's like some players, like I didn't want to see Joe Montana go to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. That was just, even though he was dope, he wasn't like trash. Yeah. You know, I was skeptical about uh, Tom Brady going to the yeah. Buccaneers. I think this year may be that year. You think so? I think so. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know, man. You, you, He's either done completely after this year or he's going to fall off a cliff. Yeah, one of the two. I mean, but they've been saying that about him forever, though. You know what I mean, it's been a good four years where that is true. A headline at, at the end of the offseason is, is Tom Brady done? Is, is, is Tom yeah. Brady, you know? And yeah, I ain't like, I I know better. I refuse. I'm not going against the GOAT. It, I let him hang it up on his own time. I ain't about to call it for him because I'm going to lose some money. I'm not putting my bread on that horse. Sports-wise, in his sport, is he the most unequivocal GOAT compared to, actually, I'd say Gretzky in hockey. The debate is going to always be in basketball, Jordan and LeBron. Yeah. Going to give it to, and actually, Bill Russell, if you really want to go there. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's just, for argument's sake, say Jordan. Yeah. And baseball, I don't even know. Like, 
first off, I'm not a baseball fan. It's just hella boring. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I can stomach it a little bit during the postseason on TV, but yeah. I've actually went to a game, and the pace of the game live is 3,000% slower than it is on TV. <laughs> Like yo, where's the commercial break? No, that's 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 real. It, it's a it's you gotta have a beer in your hand, man. That's the only way to get through it. So, <laughs> <laughs> do you get bored at some games? It's very easy to get bored, especially if it's a especially if it's a blowout. Like I'm telling, like when you when you when you watch these games and you see these cats up there talking about the weather, like it's <laughs> that's real life. Like you and there, they watching the same game you watching, dog. Ain't nothing interesting in front of us. But hey, man, yeah. shoot, <laughs> you got to make some shit. You can't have no dead air, no dead air time, uh, no dead. Why, air time. why is Alabama playing Central State? And no disrespect to Central State, yeah. But why is that? You know, I mean, I understand from Central State's uh, standpoint, it's a bag. Yeah, it's a big bag. You're yeah. gonna get beat up so that your school and put you putting your kids at risk. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. We just had those con- a, a few of those conversations today, um, and thinking about the, these money games um, as it relates to some of these these college football teams. Got these big power five schools going going down and and whooping, molly whopping <laughs> these teams, dog. Like oh, at some point, it does get unfair. Um, and I mean, but at that point, like I mean, you got to put in your, your, your third yeah. string, fourth string guys. You know, somebody else got to get <laughs> touch the field because it's getting it's gonna get scary. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. The only reason it is a bag. That's the only reason why Central State is on that field. Although I will say, like, what are your thoughts on the name name image and likeness? Yeah, man, good for them. Rake rake in all the free bread you can. Like what? Yesterday, um, I think that's really cool that the the, the NCAA is, is allowing that. Um, and I think it's really like wide open. Like cats really don't have to go to a Duke yeah. if you're a hoop. You can go to a Howard. You can go to wherever. Like you know, the bread is gonna come regardless, and you're gonna leave in a year anyway. So who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it's really about to be up. So go to a school where you are comfortable and, and being your hundred hundred uh, percent authentic self um, around like minded peer groups and and whatever, and uh, go for college for for the right things. And like you're gonna get some bread wherever you at, so it's not even gonna matter. So I think it I, I think it's a really cool thing that's happening right now. But it's sure, like prime time. Like prime time is and they hate they hate it. Oh, they yeah, they they don't like it one bit. He taking their players, man. He they, they <laughs> and and doing it like and and, and letting them know I'm taking your yeah, players. Sure enough. Hey, and yeah. he should, you know, it's they they the the top ten schools have been eaten for decades. Like they, they they just give Notre Dame a top ten ranking every year at the beginning of the year. Yeah, absolutely no reason. <laughs> the most overrated college school. Mm. Would it be the Fighting Irish? Most overrated college school across sports. They might be. It's the last time they won anything. That's a fact, man. They, we talking like what are we on? Like what who <laughs> when is and the last time they and, and I sent a lot of money to the University of Michigan. My daughter one of my daughters graduated from there, but they may be right there with Notre Dame. Down there in the big house. 
Like, I don't recall the last time. When was the last time, at least football, was the last time they won? Yeah. Yeah, last time I heard their name was, was, was Devin Gardner, and that was a little bit ago. And last time they popped on the basketball side, for real, it's fat five, and ain't win nothing either. So what we really talking about? Oh, Jawan Howard got them got them popping a little bit. Yeah. You know, at least they 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 made some decent runs. But football wise, they just beat uh O State. That was it, was it last year, year yeah. before. Yeah. You know, and that was like the first time in forever. Like how Harbaugh, you know, just, just holds on to a gig is I think he's a good coach. I think O State has just uh they are like the best of the second tier teams. Mm. Like they get there every year, they're right there, they're competitive, and then they go to the SEC and get their lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything they can do differently? I I think there was just like like you said, man, it's been a difference in talent. Like knocking everybody socks off throughout um the regular season, so to speak. Um, and then, man, you like once you get that, that mixed bag of SEC teams and you're going up against Clemson's and and and, and Alabama's and Georgia's, man, it's, it's different. Clemson about to fall off. You calling it? I'm calling it. Dabo is 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 and for the sake of you getting a new gig, I'm a hold, I'm a withhold my full thoughts on Dabo Swinney. Um but I think that uh, the true Dabo has has kind of came through over the last couple of years. I think it's going to have a significant effect on recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's important. I mean, Coach, you want to go into a culture that you that you believe in and, and that are <laughs> that you believe in. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, if you ain't rocking with, with the coach's sentiments, it's not going to be it's not going to be good for you for the roster. <laughs> yeah. And, and the bully coach days are over. Yeah. You know, um, I think uh, old boy at Alabama is probably uh, the only one that's really going to be able to get away with the bully coaching. And he's got like half the NFL coming from his roster. So, yeah, yeah. You kind of understand that. It's just, is he the best coach football? I, it, it would be hard to argue against it. Honestly, just be, off, of the, off of the numbers, like consistently consistently like what is it about him what do you think i think he (laughs) i forgot who was up against him man they were talking smack about him they were going back and forth or no uh saving that says something about Dion and the operation that he got going at jackson state and somebody spoke up for him it was like yo i know you ain't talking and i want to say I, i feel like it was um What's it, the Texas A&M coach? Yeah, man. What's my man's name? Um, I can't remember his name, but I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, yeah. but he, he went off on him, man. Like, I know you ain't talking. Like, y'all running your, your operation ain't the tightest over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, but I think it's it's that he's built such a strong team around him that, like, it's such a respect there that the people that he have underneath him are getting the job done. I mean, he, I, he might be the face that you see mm-hmm. happening and everything like that. But it's a lot of moving parts, I feel like, but behind these teams being successful, to be honest. And he may have the biggest grip on a state since Joe Pa. That boy can run for governor. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and Joe Paterno, like, he had a grip on this state, man. Yeah. I was watching the um, 
documentary. I, don't, I think it was the 30 for 30 on, on Penn State. And man, it was just wow. Yeah. That was pretty bad, man. It, it was it, it the lengths that some people go through go to to maintain their positions mm-hmm. is saddening. And and I can't limit that just to sports because I've seen it like if you can go a gazillion other places, hell, R. Kelly, if you want. A lot of people prop that man up, let, yep. let him do some horrible things. But man, it, it, it how do we fix that in sports? I think I get it's it's crazy, man, because it's really like a it's going back to high school. It's like a a cool club. Like everybody is a man. fan of the jocks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we like why are we separating groups and putting people on a pedestal and people can't that same jock in high school that didn't have to do his homework is the same jock that, that's not getting reprimanded for for doing what he shouldn't be doing legally. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it all trickles down, but it's a it's a society issue of just putting cats and letting stuff slide um, that just shouldn't. That's how you stop it by just hitting these cats in the chest and like, oh, bro, this ain't that ain't cool. Keeping in a buck with people, the same, um, the same standard that you holding everybody else to is the same one that that cat that run a four two should. Unfortunately, the cat that's running a four two actually makes money for you, and the dude with the two eight grade point average and bad teeth and ugly hair and acne ain't doing shit for the institution. <laughs> you know, I um I I went to Michigan State for a few years and I took a history class and I'm not gonna name no names, but I had a basketball player in there that was pretty prominent on the team. He wasn't like the superstar, mm-hmm. but he wasn't a scrub either. This guy showed up maybe three times the whole semester. Yeah. And when he did, he was asleep. Like <laughs> literally, and, and it wasn't just a regular, it was a <laughs> like, like he was sleep, sleep, like he forgot that he had to come to class and somebody dropped his ass off there and he passed his class. Oh, with flying colors. My man graduated. If he graduated, it was it was summa cum laude. It was embarrassing. <laughs> you know, it, it really is like, like you, and I'm not saying that they should be rocket sciences. Nobody, you know, like, but you, you're right. You should be held to some type of standard. Yeah. You know, and, and from my understanding, like at least, at least for what you hear, primetime is holding his kids to, to standards, not just uh, sports wise, but academically too. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and he, he's kind of, he's being judged by through a different lens than everybody else too. That's a fact, and, and, and we know why. But I think that it's cool, too, because every coach does things different. But, like, mm-hmm. the good ones, they try to teach the young men about life. You know what I'm saying? So we bring in di- different experts, so to speak, um, in their fields to come talk to, to to the players and everything like that. Man, it's dope, man. It, it, he, I remember I was at a conference. I was at a journalism conference, and he and, – and, mm-hmm. um, and um primetime pulled up and he bring in students there that were interested in communication you know what i mean like to have the, he's yeah. coming as a speaker um and he's a coach so he has like the juice and the power to to, to um to kind of wield an audience and everything like that but instead of just going and, and taking a quick flight that weekend or whatever he bringing his people with him and kind of uplifting them uh so again yeah, stuff like that man I, I i really think he believes in those kids like you can 
Like it's no longer if if you thought it was just a just a a stint or just a a, mm-hmm. a, a joke or whatever at first, it ain't. Nah, he care about them kids and it and it's showing um in the way that they play. He 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 made a comment I saw the other day that he felt like he should be in a different part of the Hall of Fame. You agree? A different part of the Hall of Fame. What is is it, is it two sided now or some or some? Well, what what he's saying is that that like he he believes and I'm paraphrasing that they've watered it down, and that he is, had changed the game, and he should be with other players that were you know once in a generation type of players. Again, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think that. Definitely. And it's levels to it. And uh, like at the end of the day, man, because the, the I don't know, I was going to say the guidelines, not the guidelines, that's not the right word, but the like requirements, I guess, to getting into the, the, the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame will maybe get watered down a bit and you're going to see some guys you wouldn't expect in there down the line. Probably so. Um, but I think that even within the, the that group, there's an understanding of like some guys are just built different. Some guys mm-hmm. are first ballots for good reasons. Some guys are all of that. But I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. And, and like, I mean, even if it is, um, I mean, he he's just saying it like just as of uh, like a as a hypothetical. But like, I agree with it. Like, yeah, let you, Randy Moss, and, and a few other cats that just are revolutionary. Um, uh, Take your place in there. Okay. And and we didn't go, we, we still kind of skated past the goat of all goats. Yeah. But best receiver since you brought up Randy. Him or him or Jerry Rice. It's gonna have to be Randy for me, man. It's gonna have to be Randy. Um it's gonna have to be Randy for me. I think what taking the top off the defense like that. Um but but when you think when you think about Longevity too, man. Jerry Rice played like a ridiculous amount of time, and he didn't uh, play like fifteen great years. And the drop off wasn't there. Yeah, like the Oakland years were still dope. Yeah, like dudes is a fucking machine. Yeah, I like Randy personally more. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like I didn't like Jerry Rice. Yeah, like the cat he was, and like a lot of things I didn't like about him. But as a football player, that dude put on a clinic for decades. Yeah. But Randy's like a gazelle playing against poodles. <laughs> Honestly, man, that's that's really what it is. It's it's just different. Like when he touches and as soon as he touches the ball, and you can watch clips all day long of him breaking loose on 99 yard touchdowns or slants. When you have that, no one man should have all that power. Oh my god. He was just torching motherfuckers too. It was just <laughs> bad. Okay. Best football player. I'm not, not best football player, but best running back. Jim Brown, Barry Sanders. I'm gonna have to go. I will be I can't I can't go out like that, man. I got the Browns in the background. We're gonna have to go gym all day long, man. Oh, come on, it's man. You the homer, man, because you know. You know. And and I'm a you know, I'm born and raised in Detroit. Y'all know I'm a homer too. However, just keeping it a buck, Barry Sanders was a couple inches taller than me 
Yeah, yeah, man. That's that's something to think about too. Like, and that is revolutionary. Like, like that that's a different tier oh and a different type God. of back. You're looking at a Jim Brown who's who's a, a stocky and 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 big six 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 foot six one six two. Um, he's a bigger guy. He's expected to move like that, do things like that, and and break tackles. But Barry, like, all right, this is on a trash team. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yo, Lions, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> yo, they give us one Hall of Famer every 10 years. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> Good for the memories. Yeah, and that's it. They just want to sell tickets. They don't give like they literally should if I were the NFL, I would have forced them to sell the team. Yeah. Like you just it's to, a decade of being non-competitive is understandable. That may happen. You know, you pick the wrong quarterback, that can ruin your franchise for a decade. Yeah. But four, five decades of just trash, that's yeah. not bad picks. That's intentional. Yeah. You know, all right. Um, Jordan or LeBron. I'm gonna have matter of fact, you. matter of fact, let me let me. I'm gonna I'm do you. I'm gonna do you a little bit dirtier yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah, keep it going. Keep it going. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Tim Duncan or Shaq. Timmy or Shaq. Timmy a bad man now. Timmy is a bad man, but it's gonna have to be Shaq. I I, I think uh yeah, it's definitely Shaq. I'm gonna take Tim Duncan. You are you? Timmy yes. a winner, man. He is a winner. Um, and, and again, that consistency of, yes, you're a bad dude. Like the dude and, and the dude from a technical basketball aspect, you're not going to find a more technically sound player than Tim Duncan in the history of the game. Yeah. Didn't talk no shit. Matter of fact, Shaq was like, even like if, if, if one of his fans said that he was better than me, I'm not going to argue that. Cause that dude. Yeah, was legit. Yeah, he was for sure, and I I can just see it in his demeanor and like, I I don't know if he was a vocal as much as a vocal leader, but like I mean I mean, but the way the Spurs operated, like it was a, a lead by example sort of thing. So everybody just followed suit of not only what a Tim Duncan would do, but like everybody following behind Greg Pop. So it was just a and the type of guys that they had. Yeah, in that organization was all yeah. like, well, no, nobody was on no trash over there. Everybody bought into the system. Facts and and low key, I would take Pop over uh over uh what you gonna call it any day, Phil Jackson. Oh yeah, ain't no low key about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how many people? It's a lot of people that and Phil Jackson gets way more credit than he deserves. Tex was was really doing all of that shit to keep yeah. it above. Phil, <laughs> although the the psychological aspect, I don't think there was a better psychological coach than Phil Jackson. Mm. You know, um, he understood and he understood how to deal with super assholes. And that's a big part of it, too, because, I mean, your locker room is not going to be silent like Timmy all the time. (laughs) Somebody going to get damn mad. You know what I mean? Sometimes his silence is actually not a good thing. Because when your best player is not the alpha male, sometimes that could create some 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 problems in your locker room. Mm -hmm. Because you may have a scrub that's the alpha male. And now he's bossing around the best player. How does that look? Yeah, that's 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 real. It's not good for the dynamic. Like, yeah, locker room culture is is real. That's important. 
Have you been in a toxic locker room? A toxic, toxic locker room. And I don't want you to tell me who, if you have, but just, just like, what, what were the telltale signs for you? Yeah. Um, they don't like each, they don't like each other. They aren't. And it's um, visible. Yeah, man. Like you can, if you, if you're cool with somebody, it's going to show naturally. Like you all. Maybe after practice, y'all going to get something to eat or whatever. If everybody putting their stuff in the locker room and jetting toward the door and looking at their phones, and hey, man, it ain't no good. <laughs> Don't nobody want it. Why am I here? You know what I mean, you questioning out the whole situation. Um, yeah. So are man. they shitting on each other to you? Like, like, okay, off the record, I don't like so and so over there. Right, right, right. Nah, it ain't like that. They ain't, it isn't as blatant as that all the time, but it's not. It ain't giving them props either. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't giving them props. And it, it is, it, it, a lot of these guys, you know, have been media training and everything like that. So they know the way to, to BS their way through a joint. Yeah. Um. So, but they, they would, they would give it, give that and not be flattering. Uh. That's for damn sure. Most enjoyable interview for you? Most enjoyable. Hmm. Who has been very cool to talk to? Um, Brian always look out. Um, I've uh, spent a, a good amount of time in Cleveland, and uh, I remember my first time talking to him. Uh, I was rushing to get down to the practice facility and everything like that. I was my first assignment, get down there for practice, and I was, I was <laughs> I'm in there with my phone out, stuttering around, trying to get this damn question out. I'm like, hey, problem, man, it ain't coming up. Uh, uh, how are you? <laughs> how are you? You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? You talking to somebody on the street, dog? Hey, how's it going? You know what I mean? And he looked at me. He, he understood the vibes and 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 gave me a long two minute, three minute answer, or whatever. Of, of like, um, I, during that time he had just got off a of, um, um, like he mixed something with his ankle or something like that, and was mm-hmm. talking about his health and um and and what he does to train in the off season to prepare himself for times like this and all that jazz. Looking out, just off the strength of that. But aside from me stuttering around, <laughs> uh, uh, Shaq has been a really cool interview. Always good people. Um, Odell again, very personable. Just, just, just good people in terms of athletes for sure. That's what's up, man. Um, and my apologies if you can hear people in the background, bro. Uh, this is Big Health's uh, hundred episode. We at the Nerd DJ Studios right now. So shout out to Big Health and the whole team, man. That's pretty dope. Um, is it? If people want to get in touch with you, if they want to hire you, how do they do that? Absolutely. Uh, well, first and foremost, you can follow me on social media. I'm at Randy is Ice on every platform there is. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, MySpace. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm everywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But um, I'm, like I said, we on the job. MySpace. <laughs> you wild, bro. <laughs> all that good stuff tiktok all that good stuff but yeah make sure you give me a follow on there um I, I love that intersection of pop culture and sports so that's all you're gonna see with a lot more fun stuff in between i'm always smiling at work uh check me out this upcoming weekend quick plug with this game on espn plus uh so if you got espn3 make sure you check me out eastern kentucky versus bowling green and hopefully we have a few more games down the road for you guys um uh, but shoot man oh yeah we're on a job hunt I'm uh, reaching out to everybody in their mama on LinkedIn. 
And uh, if you could uh, do me a favor, like something, share something, you never know where the next opportunity is, baby. I'm going I'm to keep my eyes open for sure. Okay. Buffington. Is that your real last name? Yeah, man. It's 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 my real. It's my That's father. A, name. I couldn't live up to that name. Hey, you know, my, I got a, my name is a trip. My full name is a trip. It's Randolph Vincent Buffington. So my mom's in there. Make sure I pass the resume test. So I sound like I'm the prince of something. Got me a, a land somewhere. I got a third at the end of my. You know what I mean? So I. <laughs> uh, it does sound. It 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 sounds very rich. <laughs> it sounds like I got. It sounds like I got a job right now. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> you do, bro. They just haven't contacted you yet. So nothing. You know. Um. And do me a favor before, because I, I won't take up too much time. But can I get your best sports reporter voice? For an intellectually petty radio. Oh yeah. All right. Um, listen, man. Appreciate y'all taking the time. It's Randy Buffington. You're listening and watching to Intellectually Petty Radio with my main man Jobs. We'll catch y'all on the flip side. I like that. I like that. Yeah, we to use that one. <laughs> Anything you want to say before we go, bro? Yo, Josh, man, appreciate you taking the time, man. This uh, this outlet is so dope. What you're doing here, bringing everybody in and being able to tell their stories. You, um. Doing that alone is, is powerful. Uh, so I definitely want to give you your flowers and, and make sure you know that you're doing it. You're doing a damn thing. Keep doing it right. Oh, I appreciate that, man. And and I don't know if you're familiar with David A. Arnold, but I must. I gotta go. I gotta say, yo, rest in peace to that brother. Absolutely. Um, got a chance to interview him a couple of years ago, and one thing that stuck out with me, and I was because I was looking at it this morning, and he was saying how he had, was successful, but he wasn't at the level that he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But from, you know, a global standpoint, being able to take care of his family, he was doing great. And to, the beauty was being able to sit back and, and see him get his flowers this year. He had a really phenomenal special that he just yep. put out this year. The whole world was, was, Talking about David. Yeah. yeah. It it's beautiful to see that he finally got that, but it's so sad that he wasn't able to really bask in it. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's um, real. And, and I kind of and I, I want to say like whether or not like he, he knew it at that point, like like he was making strides and it was noticeable. People people see people notice it, people notice yeah. work, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it just um hadn't shown itself. Uh, the way it had just yet with all the Netflix specials that were to come and everything like that, man. But shoot, Cleveland legend in the song, right, man. More uh, rest in power to the man. Yeah, man. Rest in peace to him. Um, on that note, bro, it has been an honor and a privilege, man. Yo, I got something going on. Hit the old man up, man. I'm telling you, I'll come through. You know. Oh yeah, no doubt. I won't be there too long. Peak <laughs> old man hours is 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 getting close. <laughs> <laughs> No doubt, man. I got you for sure. We're going to set it off. <laughs> no doubt, bro. And if there's ever anything I can do for you, man, please don't hesitate to uh, let me know. That's love, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you for stopping through, man. You have a good one. All right. Take care. All right. Peace. Yo, that, that, and I I got about five minutes left to go. That was a, just a beautiful conversation, man. Um, Shout out to you. You know, if nobody has told you yet, and I didn't tell him, and I do apologize, Randy, but if nobody has told you today, I'm proud of you. You dope as fuck. You're here for a reason. 
Whatever you're going through is whatever you're going through. It is not the rest of your life. It is today. You have an opportunity, if the Lord gives it to you, to wake you up in the morning to change whatever today was about. Take advantage of every ounce, every minute, every second, because it is not guaranteed. Again, I want to say rest in peace to David A. Arnold. Um, You made the world smile. And not too many people are offered that privilege. I want to thank your family, your daughters, for loaning you to us in large amounts of time so that you could benefit the rest of us as much as you benefited them. It's an honor and a privilege to be able to talk to you. I remember reaching out to you and you didn't give me any pushback. None of this. I'm too big or whatever. When would you like to do the interview? You're a great guy. You have a lot of powerful insight. And that's one of the interviews that stuck with me, even before you passed. Because at that moment, it was like a, a get for me. That was a big deal for me. And you never made me feel less than. You reach back to try to help pull me up. And I'll be forever grateful. So on that note, man, y'all have a good one. Go hug somebody and tell your family you love them. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.